With Austin Price, Brent Hubbs, VolQuest.com, a little post-game mini-podcast here as Tennessee comes to williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina and beats the Gamecocks by a score of 31-27. to Austin, there's two ways to look at this. One, you could go coulda, woulda, shoulda, because Tennessee had some chances um, throughout the game, I thought, to, to really put South Carolina away and, and put, them, put them out. If you want to take that slant, you can. Or here's Tennessee continuing their win streak by sort of doing it any way, any, by any means possible, you know, making a play on special teams, making a play on defense. What's your overarching takeaway from Tennessee's win tonight? A win's a win. And, you know, Jarrett said, you know, it wasn't an ugly win. It's the SEC. I mean, we're going to have some, you know, back and forth. And, I mean, you look around college football, I mean, or specifically in this league, look at how Georgia played at Arkansas. It was ugly. And they, they, you know, beat a bad Arkansas team, but it was ugly. Texas A&M barely beat Vanderbilt. Um, you know, there, there were plenty of moments today. Uh, Mississippi you know, State goes to Baton Rouge and, and wins, wins, which nobody saw coming. Yeah, and the, you know, I mean, who saw 623 yards passing? Right. I mean, we knew they were going to throw it all over the lot. So, um, I, I, I thought Tennessee, you know, I understand the angst on Jared. I, you know, I, I get it. He misses what easy throws. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, like you can hear Jeremy Pruitt afterwards, he ain't making a change. That, that's who they believe in, and uh, they're out there every day in practice. They see who makes plays and who doesn't. I, you know, I, the, my biggest takeaway is it's what I should always know is early in the season they're going to go with older veteran type players, and those older veteran type players made plays tonight. Yeah, they did. You know, DeAndre Johnson made plays. Brandon Johnson made plays. Um, you know, if you had told me that those two guys would have played the roles they did, all jokes about DeAndre Johnson aside, I never, and I don't think you imagined him playing as good as he did when he was in the football game. He had a kind of a rough opening drive, and then after that, he was you know, borderline dominant in there when he was in there. You go back to the Henry inter, uh, interception, he was the one that pressured the quarterback and forced Hill to throw the, the football errantly. So, um, you know, all the hoopla about Jalen Hyatt and all this and that, those guys are going to play. Their time's going to come probably sooner rather than later. But early in the year, you got to lean on those guys that have been here. And I think Jeremy Pruitt and company did that tonight. Yeah, I guess he's just a sophomore, but he's played some last year. I thought Ramel Keaton, you know, showed up, made some plays early. I like how they use Velas Jones or Velas yeah. Jones. I mean, I think. You know, he, he's dynamic in the kick return game, but he's a guy, if you can get it to him moving, you know, I, I think he can make some plays for it. And clearly there was confidence on the road, tight ball game, even more go to your veterans. And, and look, it was your veterans that made the plays for you down the stretch when you talk about Brandon Johnson and Josh Palmer. I think Josh Palmer's got a chance to be a Sunday football player. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't sure that would be the case with him when, when he got here. But I, I think if he can make enough people miss, he knows how to get open. I think he's a good football player. Yeah, you know, I always use the the analogy, you know, because Brandon or is you know is Josh Palmer Batman, or is he Robin? Right. I don't think he's Batman, but he's not Robin either. You know, he's a little better than that. But that wide receiver core, they got a lot of just solid players. I don't know if there is an alpha. But there's like, I mean, I really think Tennessee's got a, every Saturday you could look up and go, okay, hey, Bayless had 80 yards, or Brandon Johnson had 80 yards, or Josh Palmer had 80 yards, or one of the freshmen had 80 yards. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, you know, I, I, I was, 
Brandon Johnson has not been talked about at all in fall camp. Just kind of, he's just kind of steady Eddie. But tonight he was there. He made the huge catch there on that first uh, touchdown drive to extend the drive on what I thought was still a really good throw by Jarrett to put it out there where only his guy could go get it. And Brandon went and got it. Um, then he had this huge play there, you know, uh, on the on the game winning touchdown drive where Tennessee went back ahead. So. Yeah, I mean, biggest my biggest takeaway is probably just it's a new it's a new set of Butch Jones orphans. I mean, it really is. I mean, DeAndre Johnson, Kayvon Bennett, you know, Brandon Johnson, Jerry Garantano. I mean, you can go right down the list. Ty Chandler, who had you know almost ninety yards rushing and was Tennessee's best running back on the night. Yeah, he was. I, I still think they can use Eric Gray in the passing game. They more. can. I want to see that kind of grow and develop moving forward. So I'm with you. I, I think there was there, there's a lot of a lot of building pieces there, which is a great feeling on for Tennessee fans on the night where you just find a way to win and you walk away and go, man, found a way to win in a game that we've lost a lot of the last ten years. But there's a whole lot of room for growth for this team and, and possibilities for this team. Now, look, there's a lot of guys got to play better defensively. There were times the defensive front was good. I thought they got tired. And then they've obviously got to clean up the middle of the football field, okay? They, they, they missed Jalen McCullough early in this game for sure. Uh, you know, they're playing. Shaw Smith looked like Pharaoh Cooper the one year that Justin Coleman just looked atrocious against Pharaoh Cooper. I mean, like, Danico Slaughter had no answer for him. And Danico didn't even play that bad. He was a true freshman, right. put in a tough spot. Um, but clearly, when they went to Jalen McCullough late in the second half, it was like, all right, we got to find a way to gut through this. And I know Jalen, you know, you're not 100, percent but you know, you, we need you. And he got up there and he played. Yeah. And Bryce went over there to corner and does what and did what Bryce does. I thought Alante Taylor played well. Now he got away with a couple. I thought he got away with a, a, one late where he pulled the receiver. They didn't throw the flag on it. He, he's going to have to control his mouth probably a little bit because he may yeah, get he, one of he those. Yeah, he was chippy tonight. Yeah, he was chippy. But I thought he played. But that's the kind of game, though, that can help build his confidence. Yeah. I thought know. I thought he was really solid tonight in finding the football and, and knew what was going on. But there, there's, look, Jeremy Pruitt's a secondary guy. Derek Anson's a secondary guy. That film study will be tough for that crew. There'll be a lot for those guys to work on. But they got to get all their kind of get all their pieces back in place, you know, as well. Moving up a line, look, Henry, Henry's Henry, okay? I, th- I thought he did solid things. He obviously had the interception on the tip drill. You talked about Jeremy Banks coming into this game, that he was going to start and going to play a lot. Um, Technically, he did not start, but right. he played more than Crouch, he, I felt like. Well, he certainly did, and, and the reason he played more than Crouch is he played better than Crouch. He was much more active. Got to control a couple things, as we mentioned in the two-minute drill, but there's an edge about him that we've all talked about, but Austin, he plays Violent. really fast and really violently. He does, and that's been the common theme that coaches, people that have been out there at fall, at fall camp have all talked about just, you know, when he lays a lick, people feel it. Not just the person getting hit feeling it, the people watching it feel it. I mean, like, he, he's a little different. And, and, and honestly, Brent, I liked kind of just, he was talking out there. And I don't mean talking trash. I mean, like, I'm talking like talking to his teammates. And, and I've always said that, you know, the kid's got a lot of leadership skills. You know, Jeremy talked about him being put on the leadership council. You can see why. I mean, like, he's a guy that players are, you know, yeah, he's a little, still a little rough around the edges. Jeremy Pruitt was a little rough around the edges. And, and, you know, that's probably why those two mesh so well. I mean, I think Jeremy probably sees a lot of Jeremy as far as personality and stuff in, in, in himself. 
A lot of learning lessons tonight for a lot of guys. Not just freshmen, okay? We'll talk about Tyler Barron, Morvin Joseph, some of these guys that they tried to play off the edge. And, and look, Tyler Barron did some good things, okay? Plenty for him to learn. But a guy like Elijah Simmons, a lot of learning lessons for him tonight. But Elijah did some good things against the run. I mean, I think you can, you can take away from this, as I said at the start of this, that, oh, it's same old Jared, you know, not gonna, be, not gonna beat anybody that counts. Or you can take away from this young football team, had a rough fall camp in terms of having everybody out there. Proof was emotional talking who, about that tonight. Who found a way. Yeah, I mean. Was know, he really? Yeah, you, you know, you were in, in, you know, closing out the Vault Network broadcast. He, he did like a two-minute soliloquy, you know, before we ever got to talking about the game, just talking about what all the kids have went through. Not just Tennessee's kids. South Carolina's kids, and you know, and it talked about how it's really, it, it basically borderline sucks that somebody had to lose, you know, somebody had to lose, but you know, it, you know, it, it, tonight was good for everybody, um, you know, and, and borderline, I mean, like he pretty much teared up. I mean, I, I, there were his his eyes were wet. He never necessarily shed a tear, but he was emotional and talked about, you know, just you know how how much he had kind of, you know appreciated you know his kids the kids on the other team um you know you it's easy to see why kids gravitate towards the guy i mean like again he's still rough around the edges that's what makes him him um but you know he's gonna fight for his kids uh, and and you know gotta gave you know was asked about Cade mays and the lack of a um a ruling from the sec and you know talked about how frustrating it was and then followed that up with my grandma told me that I don't have nothing nice to say. I shouldn't say anything at all. And 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 that's how he ended it, which was a nice way to say, I'm pissed off, right. but I'm not going to say anything that's going to get me in trouble. So now you know how I feel. Right. You know how I feel without me telling you how I feel. Yeah. You know, and without me talking down to you because, you know, maybe it was an obvious question. Of course I'm mad, whatever, yeah. but but talk it that way. You, you know, um, as, we, as we close it out, what, what do you look at, what do you think the biggest – what do you expect the biggest areas for, for improvement for Tennessee between now and next week at Missouri, where this team has a chance to go home, get a win against Missouri at noon at home, and be 2-0? and uh, Headed with, to Georgia. With, yeah, with a little bit of momentum. Georgia's uncertain at quarterback and the whole nine You know, yards. and even if JT Daniels gets cleared, he's not – I mean, this whole – I don't understand. How's he not cleared, but yet he won the job? You know what I'm saying? Well, he, didn't, he won the job because the other guy left. But why did the other guy leave, though? I, the, the whole notion was right. that JT Daniels had beat him out, and that's why he left. Well, but if JT Daniels wasn't cleared, then how would he have beat him out? Like, like unless, they're a train wreck. He, at, unless he got re-injured and nobody's talking about it. Could be. That's unless, that, that, that unless could he be. Got, unless he had something to, to you know. They're that, a train wreck at quarterback, and so yeah, I mean Tennessee, I think can get back, uh, you know, to running the football more. I thought they got pass happy at times tonight. I expect Tennessee to run the ball better next week. I think game two, always always biggest improvement, game one to game two. To me, that's a good thing for Tennessee because they showed flashes in a lot of areas tonight. Were they perfect? No. Uh, but, you know, I wouldn't say they just sucked in any any particular area either, though. You know, I mean, I thought that they were – they showed flashes, you know, at receiver. Jarrett obviously had his moments. Uh, they, they showed flashes running the football. Um, defensively, you know, they were – you know, lights out at times, and at other times they give up these huge chunk plays, and and then they were not very good across the middle. So, 
<laughs> you're right. They're gonna they're gonna work that hard. But again, getting some of those guys back, getting McCullough back full time. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Sean Schamberger. You know, is he back from Missouri or will he be back the following week? Because that's the the notion that's out there is he may have to miss next week as well. Yeah, and they and they missed him tonight. They 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 did. They missed his experience at the star position for sure. I'll leave it with this. Biggest play of the night, nobody's going to talk about. Or biggest moment of the night, nobody's going to talk about, is the defense who just got pummeled on the opening drive, finding a way yeah, after, after, after the botched punt to not give up points right there. Because if that's 14 nothing, you don't know what happens. That's a huge pivotal moment in the football game for a defense that went out and found a quick answer when they looked like they had no answers to start the game. Not quite the same because Britton Copeland didn't have one dribbled back to him, but Coach Fulmer, I think, in the press box had, had shades of Britton, <laughs> Britton Copeland against Florida in 2005. And I thought Paxton could have kicked it. I did, too. I thought he, he kind of – and then he was like, oh, I'm going to throw it. And then he underhands it to Will Albright, and Will Albright thinks he's still at Greenville. <laughs> Except he wasn't playing Elizabethan or Sullivan South. And it was um, an illegal touch. He couldn't touch the ball anyway. <laughs> so, you know, I – Again, Tennessee found a way. Uh, you know, Paxton, I thought, looked kind of eh, that punter early, but he had a boomer there in the second half that really kind of flipped the field. And, uh, and the rugby-style kick played, you know, obviously both times. Played yeah, both yeah. Times. Jimmy Holiday with the recovery there late in the game. And, uh, you know, so, hey, Tennessee finds a way. They win it 31-27. Yep, and the Volunteers are 1-0, heading back to Knoxville and getting ready for the Missouri Tigers next Saturday at noon.